When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Thursday coming at you as we creep closer and closer to that franchise tag deadline in the NFL. That comes your way July 17th. And so more question marks for big time running backs and what that means for their upcoming future here. The NFL season is only, I believe, about eight weeks away. Six weeks away? Eight weeks away. And then I think your Sundays will be occupied. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and of course on your smart speakers. I am not Greeny. My name is Shay Cornette. Michelle Smallwood here with you as well. Um, Smallman, excuse me, with you as well as the ladies taking over for Mr. Greeny here. Um, again, something we're going to really focus in on now is Saquon Barkley because the time is a shrinking for Saquon Barkley to sign some sort of deal. Is it going to be a long-term deal? Is it going to be the franchise tag? What is it going to be? But the the biggest part of this, Michelle, is the fact that Saquon Barkley was such an instrumental part of what the Giants did on the offensive side of the ball. It's the reason they gave Daniel Jones an extension. It's the reason they were able to make the postseason. It's the reason the Giants actually were on the map for the first time in a long time last season. It's because Saquon Barkley was back to that true self, the reason they drafted him in the first round. And so now naturally, he wants more money. He wants longevity. He wants security there with the Giants. And while they're saying, sure, we'll pay you enough, we'll give you that franchise tag, it, it, it's not enough. And it seems like these two sides have been at odds now for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a tough position for not only Saquon Barkley, but for the Giants to be in because they're in a better position if Saquon Barkley is healthy and he's on the field, as you mentioned, open up the offense in a different way. But he wants to get paid. The problem with that, Shay, is is that the running back position does not – it's not valued in the manner in which it was in years past. And he, he says that he's going to sit potentially if he doesn't get the contract that he wants, but we've seen that with Le'Veon Bell. That didn't work out so well either. So I, I'm not in panic mode on this yet if I'm a Jets fan because we've seen uh, situations where players hold out because they want to make a point. It's a, a bit of a power struggle Giants, here. Giants or, yeah, thing, excuse yep. me, the Giants uh, yep. because it's a bit of a power struggle here. But I think that they're going to – find a way to get it done because both sides are better with one another. So, uh, okay, let's let's hear from Diana. Diana received, yes, you're right. Both sides are better with one another. That is without a doubt. And, and no one wants to see any player, let alone a fantastic talent like Saquon Barkley sitting out the entire season. I, to me, it's it's horrible for their future and it's not good for the franchise. So no one wants to see that, nor do I think it will come to that. Nonetheless, it sounds like everything's kind of status quo as we get closer and closer to Monday. Here's Diana Rossini, our ESPN NFL reporter, on the very latest with the Saquon Barkley situation and the New York Giants. The sense I'm getting from the New York side of this, and this has really been a constant theme over the last few months, is that they're really not very motivated to get this done. I don't sense that they're in a hurry, that they're up against a clock feeling like they got to get this deal done. I think the Giants' perspective here is Saquon Barkley is going to probably want to sign this franchise tag and not lose out on any money. 
So fair enough. Diana also went on to tweet this, and this gives us a little more timeline here, Michelle, as we near the deadline for the Giants and Saquon Barkley to strike a long-term deal. I'm told the two sides remain at a stalemate. The deadline to strike a long-term deal is this Monday, as we mentioned, 717 at 4 p.m. Eastern. Saquon has made it clear that the franchise tag is undesirable. I'm told, meaning Diana is told, his availability for week one against the Dallas Cowboys will be in serious question if he does not get this long-term deal done by the Giants. Okay. So, uh, also, uh, let's just tell the whole story here. Saquon disputed a report via social media on Twitter mm-hmm. by using a cap emoji, which means lies, basically, that he was offered $13 million a year, including $26 million over the first two years of a contract. He says that never happened. So, okay, now I looked, I look at all this now, Michelle, I'm like, okay, so what would be desirable for Saquon Barkley? Because I've truly lost count as to what a good contract for a running back is in the NFL, because I feel like how undervalued they've been, especially over the last year or so. So it, McCaffrey makes around $16 million, give or take. Um, Derek Henry's around fourteen million. Like that's the ballpark he wants to be in, from what I understand. A franchise tag would put him at ten million. That's not enough. That's mm-hmm. well below what he deserves, and I understand that. However, I would assume the Giants aren't panicking right now because they don't need to. You and I have both covered football. Um, I-, I was at many training camps when I covered the Bears. I've seen holdouts like this before. I saw one with Khalil Mack where he literally did not go on the football field and play with his team until week one when the Bears played the Packers at Lambeau, and he was fantastic in that game. So when you have a veteran player, now Saquon isn't old by any stretch of the ma- imagination, but he's been around, okay? And he's been around with the same franchise. So this is not a time to panic if, if I am a Giants fan. They're going to get a deal done. Both sides. And, and every time you hear from Saquon, he's cool and he's calm about it too. He's like, look, we're going to figure it. It doesn't sound like there's panic from either side. And to me, if we're still having this conversation on August 15th, August 13th, then I maybe think, okay, we got to figure something out. This is now time to start stressing. Sure. But right now, if he's got to hold out for a few weeks in training camp, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Shay, it doesn't feel all that dramatic to me either. Having covered the NFL for so long, we've seen holdouts like this happen, as you mentioned. And when you have Giants ownership saying, we want Saquon to be a Giant for life, and you know that he wants to be there as well, this is a lot of posturing. And it happens through the media. It happens through social media. Both sides are digging their feet in the ground publicly because they're trying to garner the best possible outcome. They want to come on top financially. And like I said before, it is not beneficial for both sides to not come to an agreement. But I just wonder who has has more power here in in this struggle. Is it the Giants? Because they know that Saquon's value even though he's coming off a great season and he is very important to this offense what's his value outside of the Giants what's what's a running back's value really in the NFL today or is it Saquon who knows that the Giants need him to be part of this offense he's a huge cog in what made them successful last year and if he's not there that's going to impact their success directly so both sides have interesting lanes of power I'm just wondering who's going to blink first so uh, an interesting uh tweet that I'm seeing right now in terms of the market for a running back. Um, this comes from at NFL Rookie Watch. It's a verified Twitter account that that tweeted this out. Bijan Robinson, who, by the way, is not taking a snap yet in the NFL. He's a rookie this year. Will make almost $14 million in total cash this season as a rookie. That's more than any running back this year. No running back is even within a, a million and a half of that grand total. Josh Jacobs, who led the NFL in rushing last season, is going to make 
$3.5 million less in total cash this season. Derrick Henry, who has the most rushing yards of any current running back, will make over $3.2 million less in total cash this season. Melvin Gordon recently said he feels like Everyone else followed suit when we heard Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, say he would never pay a running back big money again this season. And that's why we all are having this kind of sense of confusion in terms of what the value is for a running back. And it is true because they just aren't valued the same way, I guess, unless you play for the Falcons and you're a rookie. I don't understand why Bijan um, Robinson is getting this much money. It makes no sense to me since he has never played a snap of football. But then you look at the side of Saquon Barkley, who contributed – more than half, I would say, of offensive success for the Giants last year. And he's like, if a rookie's getting paid this much, if a guy like Christian McCaffrey, who provides ample value to an offense like the Niners, is getting paid this much, if Derrick Henry's getting Josh Jake, I want my money too. And that's a fair gripe. It is. He finished fourth in the NFL, 1,312 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns last season, and he was tied for the team lead with 57 receptions. So he's proven his worth. But, Shay, another component of this the best ability is availability. And if you are the Giants, you know Saquon has dealt with injuries. You know the running back position takes a lot of beating. It's, it's very hard to stay healthy. And that's another component in this. Do we really want to invest in this position, even though we love this player, we love him when he's healthy? Is this a position that we really want to invest in moving forward? Yeah, but why would you why would you invest in Daniel Jones when a, a major reason why Daniel Jones was so successful last year was because you had a, a running back who could take away some of the offense from Daniel Jones and and just uh, someone reliable you could hand the ball off to and knew he would make plays. Why would you pay your quarterback and invest in him if you're not going to invest in the other component that made your offense so successful last year? Uh, speaking of all that, Lewis Riddick, our ESPN NFL front office insider, was on ESPN radio and says that the Giants maybe are trying to prove to themselves that they don't need Saquon Barkley, which might sound ridiculous. Here's Lewis Riddick. As far as the Giants are concerned, what they're going to say is, hey, look, we're going to ride with Matt Breida, we're going to ride with Eric Gray, and if it just so happens... That during OTAs, mini camp, training camp, preseason, we'll get into this first game of the season. It looks like once again we found a running back by committee and or a you know a running back who we have significantly less invested in. We find that that is something that we can still win with. It's going to be like, well, see, told you. I mean, this is just how teams think about this, and you hate it for Saquon, but we've seen this story play out like this many times before. Yeah, and it doesn't always work out the way that I think. The grass is not always greener, no. Michelle, in life and in football as well. Um, sure, you want to go with Matt Breida over Saquon Barkley? Okay, fine. Yeah, let me know how that goes. Like, let, Let's yeah. see how that works out. I, it, why are we fixing something that's not broken? Like, we, we saw last year finally success on the offensive side of the ball for the Giants. Why would we be like, yeah, let's not do that again. Let's try and use three other guys to do what one guy can do just because we don't want to pay him. You have the money to do so, and you should do so, and keep him happy. And I think the Giants eventually know that that's what they have to do. I, I would assume so. I hope Brian Dable makes that decision. I don't think in a month, Shay, we're having this conversation. I think, as you mentioned before, if we get to August 13th and this is – I don't think this is a conversation we're having in a month. I think right now both sides are posturing. They're digging their heels in. They're trying to command the most money or the least money possible from this contract. But the Giants are better with Saquon. He's better with the Giants. It's it's a good situation. They should not disrupt it. So, again, going back to what Diana said, she said if they can't come to this long-term deal, then his availability for week one against the Dallas Cowboys is in question. Fine. I don't care if it takes up until the night before that game to get the deal done. He'll be on the field, Saquon Barkley, for game one against the Dallas Cowboys. I go back to this. 
I, as when I was covering the Bears, Khalil Mack was holding out, holding out. They literally finished the deal the day before the first game of the season against the Packers. It was the first time we saw him take the field with the defense for the Bears dominated in that game it it doesn't matter when it gets done as long as it gets done on the Giants side and both sides are happy so that they can move forward that is the most important thing and if I'm Daniel Jones I am rooting for this to happen and trying to convince anyone that will listen that it needs to be done in a timely manner because this is someone that had made my life a lot easier and helped my paycheck get even higher and on my screen Cam's writing is it the same for a position like running back though with the Giants, it is, yeah. If you have a committee of running backs, reliable ones, or you have a, 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 a wide receiving core that makes up for most of your offense, it's different. That is not what the, Giant, the Giants have. They don't have talent all over the football field on the offensive side of the ball. Saquon is it. He was top five in rushing last year. He pushed them over the edge. He was fantastic. He was reliable. That's who they need to go sign and make feel extremely comfortable in their offense yet again. And they will get it done. Yeah, would you you really want to roll the dice with a running back by committee? I know when you're looking at the numbers and you're looking at the stats and the contract, you're trying to make it work to the best of your abilities. But you know deep down that Saquon is the threat. He's the guy. It's completely different when defenses are scheming for a player like Saquon Barkley or they're scheming for a running back by committee. And the Giants know that. I mean... What are we talking about here? Saquon <laughs> Barkley had over 1,300 rushing yards last year. Matt Breida had 220. What, what, are, we, what are we even talking about here? Um, all right, coming up here on Greeny, the best wide receiver quarterback combos in the NFL are, get ready for the list, get ready to get mad, get ready to agree. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. 
from the top five NFL quarterbacks. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. R-E-L-A-X. To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank Them. The top five quarterback wide receiver duos. What we're doing, the top five quarterback wide receiver combos. And this is harder than you might think because, at least according to my brain, there are some special occasions, if you will, oh that need to be added to this list. I can't help myself. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and of course on your smart speakers. Shay Cornette, Michelle Smallman here with you. And as always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Okay, so here we go with the list. I'll go first. Michelle will give her list as well. We'll go alongside. And again, I'm sorry if I broke some of the rules. Just roll with me here on this. All right, let's hit number five. Number five. All right, my number five. Not necessarily a wide receiver. How do you leave off Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I know he's not technically a wide receiver, but he is the... Iggy is Patrick Mahomes' number one pass catcher. He is the reason Patrick Mahomes is so good. And if we're going to, like, you know give the definition of a wide receiver Travis Kelsey is like partially in that category and so for me I couldn't make this list without putting them on it I don't care that it's against the rules it's technically a quarterback and a tight end whatever Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey at number five Okay. Don't at me. People. I'm going to at you, Shay, because I too would have added Tra- Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes to the list if we're talking quarterback offensive weapon combos, but the assignment is quarterback wide receiver combos. This is why this is why I talk for a living and I didn't do something smarter with like tests and biology. I never followed the rules, but that's okay. That's my number 5. Who's yours, Michelle? Coming in at number 5 for me, it's Tua Tagovailoa and Tyreek Hill of the Dolphins. And it really could be Tyreek Hill and any quarterback. We talked about Patrick Mahomes. This was his favorite weapon, but Tyreek Hill elevates any quarterback that he's playing with. And in his first season with Tua, these two had a great connection. Cheetah was second in receiving yards, 1710, 88 receptions. From Tua for 1,299 yards, seven touchdowns. A lot of times when these two linked up, it was for big plays. Cheetah's got that explosive nature. So Tua and Tyreek coming in at number five for me. Okay, uh, I love this. These two are going to make an appearance on my list at 1.2 because you can't make a list like this without them. So love it. Let's hit number four. Number four. All right, uh, I wanted to make like a three-person number four, but I felt like I can't go back-to-back with breaking the rules. So at number four, I went Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. I wanted to add Devontae Smith in here too, but (laughs) I didn't. Um, These two found their way to the Super Bowl. They were new on the scene, and they're only going to continue to grow and get better, as they did all of last season. Uh, They're better with each other. Jalen Hurts is, you know, one of the guys that we all put into the category of a running quarterback, and I think his connection with A.J. Brown kind of took that away a little bit. Um, these two were dynamic together, and again, going all the way to the Super Bowl was a big reason why. So congratulations to them. Number four on my list. I would have even maybe put them at number three, but four is where they land. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. Well, I don't have much to add to that, Shay, because they came in at number four for me, and you're right. I considered them considered moving them up to number three, but because they've only played together for such a short amount of time, they checked in at number four. But these two have a dynamic connection, and you're right, they did it through the playoffs and on the biggest stage. I imagine that this time next year when we're making this list, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown much higher. Yep, I agree with you. I I, I think they're not going away anytime soon. Okay, let's go to number three. Number three. Uh, number three, and I think we agree here too, Michelle. This is an easy one for me. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Yep. Um, there's a little something in the water in the locker room right now in Buffalo between these two. I don't know what the beef is there, and I don't care. Um, 
my heart has broken. I'm not even a Bills fan, and my heart has broken for these two in the postseason the last few years that they haven't been able to get over the hump. I don't know what it is. It's that look on their faces, both of them, when, when they know they have it and they just haven't been able to get there or they have to face a guy like Patrick Mahomes and there's eight seconds left on the clock. Nonetheless, I think a lot of America and a lot of people root for these two to do well, and they are amazing. Stefan Diggs, um, I think it's 70% of the time he catches the ball. He's either going for a first down or he's going for some sort of score. Uh, and, and that's remarkable. And I think that the, the Buffalo Bills are better with these two as friends, as co-pilots, as, um, as, as do-it-all guys for, for the Buffalo Bills. I love this tandem. And, again, another one that's not going away anytime soon, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, remarkable at number three. Yeah, pushing the headlines aside, these two have it. They have the chemistry, 4,189 yards, 29 touchdowns together. And they make one another better. Stefan Diggs makes Josh Allen better and vice versa. I love the connection between them. And I'm with you, Shay. I think that they're not going anywhere. The problem with this list is that when you're trying to put it together, there's these these tandems that you're like, okay, they're, they're at this point in their career. They've had postseason success. Who can I put above them or below them? It's very hard to rank because so many of these duos are in similar veins. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, do you agree or disagree with what we're saying? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Best top wide receiver quarterback duos in the NFL. Again, at number five, and I know it's uh, so far on my list, I had Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I know he's not a wide receiver. I don't care. Number four, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. Number three, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Michelle so far. Tua and Tyreek at five. We agreed on Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown at four, and Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs at number three. And with that, we move on to number two. Number two. Okay, again with me breaking the rules. Oh, sorry. no. I'm sorry. I'm going three-parter. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Jalen Waddell. Because this group, this 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 quadruple, I don't know. Uh, what would trio, you call that? Trio. Triple. Triple. Tri- <laughs> trio. Uh, is so fast, impossible to stop. Last year, Tua Tungavailoa was banged up a lot of the year. Didn't matter for Tyreek Hill. And when Jalen Waddell is healthy, first of all, he's got the best celebration of anyone in the entire National Football League <laughs> with the Waddell. Second That's of all, great. he can make remarkable catches. And I, I, they're unstoppable when these three are really good. Um, the Dolphins could go all the way to the Super Bowl if they all three stay healthy. Uh, they're so fast. There's not enough statistics to back up the way these three can carry a team and can carry an offense. And so for me, I'm sorry, I couldn't even just do Tyreek Hill and Tua Tungavailoa. I had to add J- Jalen Waddell in there. I don't know that he gets enough credit for how good this Dolphins offense is good when he's good. So for me, I don't care that I broke the rules twice on this list. I did it. Tua, Tyreek, Jalen, and number two for me. Who you got, Michelle? I respect your individuality. I respect your creativity here, Shay. But how are you not putting Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson at number two? Maybe they're number one on your list, but these two, you want to talk about dynamic duos? Justin Jefferson has made Kirk Cousins better and when it counts. Talk about the red zone. Justin Jefferson, 16 red zone touchdowns over the past three seasons from from Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is one of those guys where he's on a certain tier of quarterback, but with a weapon like Justin Jefferson, it elevates the entire offense. By the way, I don't know if you've watched that quarterback show on Netflix. I watched season, or episode one of the first season last night. Kirk Cousins is the breakout star of this thing. I think people are seeing him in a different light. We get more of of his personality and his family life. I just think Kirk Cousins is going to be looked at in a different way after people see him in this quarterback show. But anyway, since Justin Jefferson came to the Vikings, 
4,767 yards and 25 touchdowns between these two. Number two on the list. Cool. Uh, You can have that. This is best (laughs) wide receiver quarterback combos in the NFL. I know I broke the rules a little with Travis Kelsey, but, like, I can't put Kirk Cousins in a top five quarterback list. I can't. I even can't though, do it. Even though you would put Justin Jefferson easily sure, in a top five, five top wide, three receivers. wide receivers list. Uh, we're doing a double here. I, I I'd just like to jump in. Uh, side note here. Uh, Justin Jefferson was asked to rank his top five quarterbacks a few days didn't ago, even list, and he didn't, didn't have even Kirk, Cousins Kirk Cousins on the list. Yikes. So I saw that. he agrees with Shay. Yeah. Dude. So, so, Michelle, I'm sorry. I know Justin Jefferson took you there. I can't go there. I can't you know, do it. Even Tyreek Hill came out and said, Tua's the best. Tua's the, you know, come on, just throw your quarterback a bone here. Gas nope. him up a little publicly. What? No? No. Nope. Not mm. happening. All right. Let's get to number one. Number one. Here we go. Uh, we agree on this. I'm going to just, I, I got to just give a spoiler. Joe <laughs> Burrow, Jamar Chase. There's no other number one in the National Football League. These two have completely changed the franchise. Um, they are music to eyeballs <laughs> uh, when you watch them uh, on Sundays. They are dynamic. The big plays. It doesn't, look. If the Cincinnati Bengals are down a score and there's two minutes left and everyone knows Joe Burrow's looking for Jamar Chase, yep. he'll still make the catch. Absolutely. It don't matter. It doesn't matter how many defenders are around him and everyone knows what the play is. They're still going for it every time. And I love that about the Cincinnati Bengals and these two. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, number one, and I hope those two never break up and they find a way to pay them both. They should because not only do they both have the talent and the athleticism, Shay, but they have the chemistry from Baton Rouge to Cincy. These guys know each other. They trust each other. There is no wide receiver quarterback duo that I think is better in the NFL than these guys. 67.9% of Jamar Chase's receptions from Joe Burrow, they result in first downs. They get it done. Yeah, I love it. Okay, phone number 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who do you think is the best wide receiver quarterback combo in the NFL and do you agree or disagree with us uh, okay I wanted to like look ahead ahead to this upcoming season and put Justin Fields and DJ Moore on this list can't do it haven't seen them play together yet Not I snapshot. wanted to put Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley on this list because I'm excited Calvin Ridley's back I think Trevor Lawrence and, and the Jags have taken a step forward they want a playoff game now like they're on the right trajectory can't do it yet because I haven't seen them play together. But this list could change drastically from this year to next year. Um, and again, you know, I wanted to put my bears on there, but I just can't can't do it yet, Michelle. But next year, maybe. Those were my honorable mentions, though. Next year, it'll change drastically for me because I'm throwing tight ends in. I'm throwing all sorts of wide receivers. <laughs> She's going to break the rules, <laughs> Trios too. in. I'm breaking the rules, too, so I can't wait to do it again next year. And then, of course, Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Again, these two we haven't seen play together yet, but if they become what everyone thinks they're going to be, like they'll be on this list as well. And so there's a lot of potential great wide receiver quarterback combos coming up this upcoming season. We just haven't seen them play together, and uh, that's the beauty of the NFL. Again, our list, my list. Number five, I had Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Don't care that he's not a wide receiver. He was at number five. Number four, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. Three, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Two, I broke the rules again. Tua, <laughs> Tyreek, Jalen Waddell. And then at number one, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Michelle had at number five, Tua and Tyreek Hill. At four, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. Three, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Two, Kirk Cousins, Jeff- Justin Jefferson. And at one, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Okay, so if you want to give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What do you think about these lists? So now, Cam, Cam, you can actually just say. He, like, types on the screen, like, what he wants <laughs> to ask. 
Which of these combos do you think is going to have the best season, Michelle? Hold on, what hold do you on, think? hold on. You can just say it. That's like a normal question. Shay, I'm not, but you're the host of the show. Just to take people behind, behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm typing it on the screen so, you know, we can direct the conversation to the next point. I understand. It's not my, I'm not coming, I mean, like, I could if I have, like, a point to make myself, but I'm just, you know, this is what we can discuss next. You don't have to, like, pull back the curtain every time I type something on the screen for you to read. <laughs> I only I only did it once. And, <laughs> you and- do it more than once. <laughs> because, Cam, I just like the conversation. I just like you to be a part of the fun. I, I appreciate like- that, but I don't need to chime in every single segment. I was just bringing up, hey, which of these? All right, I'll like- do it now. Hey, Shay, Michelle, which of these combos do you think will have the best season this upcoming year? How was that? He's Combo or trio? Because that's yeah, yeah, option. or quad or quadro as Shay was you. trying to say. She was trying to find the word trio and said like quadruplets or something. Yeah, because Tua, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, I think well, you know. The and maybe might- Dalvin Cook, he could be part of the quadro. <laughs> exactly, but he's a running back. Let me tell you how much I have annoyed Cam this morning. Uh, it's like I think I've lost count on how many times. Anyways, to me, I think the obvious one, even though it doesn't count as a wide receiver, would be Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But Correct. if I do want to play by the rules. Um, I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So much of the pressure has been taken off of Buffalo and put on Cincinnati now. They've got to get over the hump. Um, and I think they will continue to do that. We're all just waiting now for the contract to come in with Joe Burrow. And once that's taken care of and out of the way, if that old line can can continue to get better, I think they will continue to get better. I mean, we forget how young these guys are. Right. This is only Joe Burrow's fourth year in the league. Like, they – that's crazy to think about. So um, I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to have the best season of anyone uh, on this list. What do you think, Michelle? I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. I think the, the Eagles are battle-tested. They have developed that chemistry. They've done it on the biggest stage. They are in sync. They know one another. They're both explosive. I think that this time next year we might be considering putting them number one on the list, unless, of course, we're adding tight ends. And then I think Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey might still be sitting there at the top of the mountain. I know. I, I, I really shouldn't have done that. Hey, Shay, if you're going to break the rules, how are they not number one? Because it's not technically a wide receiver. So, like, that would be really egregious. So, I I didn't do that. I, I was like, well, maybe. And then I was going to put him as an asterisk, but we're on radio. Can't really have that. Anyways, let's get to a caller. Reggie's in Dallas. Go ahead, Reggie. Who did I miss? Yeah, my, my thing was, you know, how can you not put Kirk and JJ number one? Yes, I'm a Vikings fan in Dallas, Texas. But my thing is, you know, statistically, Kirk is one of the most accomplished quarterbacks in the NFL. Stop, Maybe Reggie. he doesn't have a ring, but statistically-wise, you know what? Uh, nobody else has thrown for 25-plus touchdowns over more years than he has. And, you know, the kid from Buffalo and you got Joe Burrow, yeah, they're just getting started, but they haven't accomplished anything either as far as rings are. are. But J.J.'s going to be the best receiver in the league this year. He had 1,800 last year. He's probably going to have 2,000 this year. So I feel that they should be on top of everybody's list unless you want to put Mahomes and uh, Kelsey, his guy up on top. All right. So first of all, I hear you about Justin Jefferson. It's hard to argue that he is not the best, one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. But you can't put Kirk Cousins on a top five quarterback list. That's not fair. And while he's been accomplished, yes, it's been in the regular season. He hasn't proven anything when it's mattered most. In fact, he hasn't even really proven it in prime time. So but, for me, it's 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 really hard to put these two on the list when, as we talked about earlier, Justin Jefferson made a list of top five quarterbacks and his own quarterback wasn't even on it, Michelle. But Cher, are you putting two on a top five quarterbacks list? Because I'm not, and he made the list for both of us. 
Uh, I would. When Tua is healthy, I think he is He is a top – I don't know about top five, but he's yeah. a top ten quarterback in the league. I would rank him above Kirk Cousins, though, when he's healthy. Yes. I would rank him above Kirk Cousins. But both are on a tier one. Fair. I just think Tua's quarterback ability is higher than Kirk Cousins' is, and he's a lot younger than him. So, Yeah, but me, I don't trust Tua to be healthy, though. That, yeah, it was well. a risk for me to put him on this list because I'm concerned about the health. But the thing is, it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. We could go to Tyreek Hill or we could go to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Those two are still going to be dynamic. That's for sure. All right, coming up, we move from the NFL to the NBA. LeBron, he's not retiring. Can you believe it? Completely shocking. It's not really shocking at all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greenie with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Greeny, the podcast. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor, it's the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. That is lucky for us. I'm not even, like, playing with LeBron. I like to see greatness. LeBron is still doing it at an extremely high clip. There was a point. <laughs> we ride this wave with the Lakers and LeBron. Like, they're, they're old, they're tired, they're done. And then, like, two months later, they're the favorite to win the chip. <laughs> We ride it with LeBron. We go up and down with him. And if he still feels like he can play at a high level, which we obviously saw in the postseason this past year, I hope he plays for as long as possible. We'll dive further into that in a minute. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and, of course, on your smart speakers. Shea Cornette, Michelle Smallman here with you. And before we get into LeBron, because we need to, because he isn't going away anytime soon, that is true. Let's go back to what we were talking about here, and that was our top five wide receiver quarterback combos. Michelle gave a list. I gave a list. We don't need to rehash all of that now, but people calling in, telling us who we missed, who we need to move up, et cetera. Mike's in Jersey and has a glaring omission, according to him. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, first of all, before I uh, you know, t- say the combo that I uh, like, I'm a big Dolphins fan, so the fact that we're on any top five list, um, I'm very uh, happy about that. Good feeling, good feeling. And I do have to agree with you on the uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, Kelsey matchup. I don't care if they call him a tight end; he's a wide receiver right? for sure. Exactly. Like I no, agree. no doubt about it. I mean, you cannot. I mean, he is a tight end, but the way he moves and the way he receives the ball, he's, in my opinion, probably better than every wide receiver out there. Uh, Bravo, the only Mike. two that I think. I don't think they can be on the top five per se, but they definitely have to be on the conversation. It has to be Justin Herbert and Mike Williams when he's healthy. He okay. is a freak athlete. And Justin Herbert, I mean, he hasn't done anything in the playoffs or anything yet, but we all know he's one of the top probably ten quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And Mike Williams I would have to put up there as well. Okay, you can have him on your list. I will keep them off. Justin Herbert's a, a decent quarterback, but uh, decent, I'm not. Huh? I'm not putting him on a top five list when he hasn't shown me anything in clutch moments in a game. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. Um, the, 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 the managing his football team in critical moments is not possible. Uh, I, I think his head coach has something to do with that. But I'm not putting Justin Herbert on a top five list. Not yet. No way. I think there are five, maybe ten quarterback wide receiver combos, including ones I would look to this upcoming season, as I mentioned, like Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, DJ Moore and, and Justin Fields, even Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. I'd put these people ahead of Justin Herbert, okay? That's what I would do. And Mike Williams. No offense to Mike Williams. Yes, he's a fantastic wide receiver. But to me, those two aren't making my list. Not yet. Nope, not going to do it. I, quite frankly, I don't understand the whole Chargers Kool-Aid everyone drinks. So I don't get it. You're telling me, Shay, that you would put Tua <laughs> over Justin Herbert if you're ranking quarterbacks. Uh, I did. Yes, I will. And I'd do it again, Michelle. Yes. Okay. And so would you. Or you would have put Justin Herbert on the list, too. No, I put 
I put Tua and Tyreek on the list. I like them together, but mainly because of Tyreek Hill and, and how explosive he is and the way that he has made Tua better. Not only just Tua, Shay, any quarterback that the Dolphins had when Tua wasn't healthy. Tyreek Hill elevated them. Jalen Waddle as well, but made him better. Imagine if Justin Herbert had a Tyreek Hill. So you're over here. Okay. So you're yelling at me for breaking the rules when your list was basically compromised of the top five wide receivers, not the quarterback. No, it you're, was a combo. Mm-hmm. It was a combo yeah. together. But Tyreek Hill was number two on my top five NFL players heading into the season. That yeah. tells you how, how scared I am of him if I'm a defensive coordinator. Fair that enough. That guy's got it all. Uh, but what we both didn't do is put uh, Mike Williams and uh, Justin Herbert on our list. So there we go. Although we do appreciate the call. Again, it's Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Shay Cornette, Michelle Smallman here with you. And last night was the ESPY Awards. We learned a few things. Um, we learned LeBron James is not retiring. We'll go back to that. The Chiefs won Team of the Year. Mahomes won Best Athlete of the Year. Uh, Michaela Schifrin won Best Female Athlete. Damar Hamlin um, presented the Bills training staff with the Pat Tillman Service Award, which was really cool. Um, and I think a moment like, you know, sometimes when you watch things like that, Michelle, and with Damar Hamlin, and I did this the first time he spoke to uh, at the Bills when he basically said he was coming back to football. Mm-hmm. It's like you're like, I remember the moment when. Like, I remember exactly when all that Damar Hamlin stuff happened because it was just like uh, such a surreal, what am I watching? I can't believe this. This is going to change football forever moment for me. So to see him give that award, it like took me back to that moment against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati where we all kind of couldn't believe what we were watching. Anyways, uh, SBs were great last night. Your reaction, go ahead. Uh, first and foremost, I'm with you. I thought Jamar Hamlin giving the Pat Tillman Award to the people who saved his life was certainly the highlight. I loved how emotional he got in that moment because I'm sure he's had interactions with them afterwards. But to be able on that stage to thank them properly, I thought was really, really profound and powerful and special. And I'm with you, Shay. I will never forget where I was when I saw that happen. I will never forget that awful feeling. And it was a miracle. They they sprung into action, and they saved his life. So I thought that that was a really, really remarkable moment last night. Yeah, and it's and I if you remember that game, Michelle, it was like right, I remember it had AFC implications because the Bills were one, a top team, Bengals were top team, going to Cincinnati, so much juice. And then within the first couple minutes, my goodness, it was that was a that was a really crazy time. And the full circle that he has come from the recovery to now getting back on the practice field to wanting to play this year to presenting an award to people that saved his life, like all of it is just remarkable. Um, we will get to LeBron a little bit later on, but coming up, we go to college football because there's plans for expansion, and we've got Big Twelve Media Days going on. Stay here; it's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast.